Club Sports, Sports Flash. With the sports update, I'm Bob Walters. History tonight out at City Field as the Mets combine five pitchers for second tries no hitter. McGill, five innings pitches, three walks, five strikeouts. Smith, an inning and a third with one walk and four strikeouts. Rodriguez, Lugo, and Diaz also combined. The Mets win 3 nothing on 10 hits. The Phillies, zero runs on zero hits. The second no hitter in Mets history. The Yankees up 12 to 2 on the Royals. Rizzo with his league leading ninth home run. Stanton and Judge both homered in the game. The Rangers with 3 2 winners in their final final game of the season over the Caps. Kako with two, go- two assists. Lafonier and Hunt with a goal. The Rangers will face Pittsburgh in the first round of the playoffs. The Islanders finish off their season with a loss to Tampa 6 4. And Trevor Bauer suspended two years by the MLB for his domestic abuse. Coming up next, it's Locked Up Sports on 365sportscast.com. Everybody, this is Don LaGreca from the Michael K Show. When it comes to talking sports, Bob Walters and Brett Grasso are the authority. He took a home run away from Roland, trying to get back to first half. to talking sports they're the authority it's bob walters and brett grasso he's locked up sports and it starts now bring them out bring them out hey bring them out bring them out bring them out bring them out hey bring them out here we go bob walters ryan mcgordy from the brian gunzel studios Locked Up Sports, Friday, April 29th, the Mets, the New York Mets have pitched their second no-hitter in franchise history. It's really their first, as far as I'm concerned, because we all know why. But a no-hitter, combined no-hitter, and I have my favorite friend here, my Yankee fan, old man McGordy, here to talk about this no-hitter. Ryan, welcome to the show. Thanks. Pleasure to be on the uh, be on the show with you. I know Brett's gone down to Florida, so uh, and they needed somebody to fill in. I had no problem coming in and uh, doing it with you. I was just about to, you know, get a little Yankee voice going on on this uh, Met centric uh, podcast uh, slash radio. Oh, show wait, hold on, hold on, real quick, real quick. I I just can't find one. Can you just do you have it in front of you there? How many hits did the Phillies have tonight? <laughs> That'd be a zero. That'd be, ah, that'd be zero. A goose, that'd zero. be a goose egg. It only took 156 pitches. And, 159. Uh, Get it right. Oh, it's sorry. the history. 159. It's history. 159 and, uh, pitches. pitches. So we got a big show. A big show for you today. We got uh, Rangers beat writer that's going to preview the Rangers uh, quest for the cult, quest for the cup as it starts. I guess Monday or Tuesday. I don't think they have it set yet, but they will be playing the Pittsburgh Pan- um, Penguins. 
I, I you know what? I'd rather stay away from the, from the Capitals anyway. But um, but tonight, tonight, now all of a sudden went from that to about the New York Mets and the best team in baseball who just pitched a no hitter tonight for the second time. Coming up on the ten year anniversary of Johan's no hitter in air air quotes. Yeah, um, I, feel, I feel bad for Johan. He's sitting at home. Guys like you ripping him. The guy, he was the he was the only Mets pitcher to have a no hitter, and you see, you don't give him credit for it because uh, one blown call, it's horrible, C- killed his career. It was it was it, killed, it was uh, the end of his career. It was the end of it. You're right. It was it was the end of his career, but it was worth it. It was, listen, it's a no hitter. I, I I kid when I say it wasn't a no hitter. It was a no hitter, but it was classic Mets. How Mets is it to have their only no hitter be the Mets? Ready? How classic Mets is it to have two no hitters? One of them was. There was a fair ball, let's be real. The second one is a combined no-hitter, five pitches, almost 500 pitches. And, you know, 159 pitches, so... Yeah, you don't got to convince me that neither of them count. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, the Mets, the Mets uh, they come home today, they, they... It was 0-0 going into, you know, McGill pitched good. McGill is basically now DeGrom. I mean, uh, I guess they should probably start working on the statue out there for him. Um... Out there on Tom Seaver way, but the Mets have the best record in baseball. Now the Yankees, let's give the Yankees some credit here. The Yankees have played much better since last week when I told everybody to calm down. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. It was never the end of the world with the Yankees. I believe you said that they were on a downward spiral. I did, I did. It's a downward spiral. But you know what? Since then, it looks like all of New York sports is on an upward spiral. You said Judge Judge wasn't playing well. He hit the, what, three or four home runs this week. Judge homer today. Stanton homer Stanton today. Stanton had a couple home runs this week. Rizzo leads the league. Anthony Rizzo's leading the league in home runs now. Yeah, I mean, listen. You get Rizzo hitting 30 home runs, forget about it. You're going to have Rizzo hitting 30 home runs. You're going to have Judge and Stanton hitting 40. It's just going to be an offensive powerhouse. It went from one week to they were embarrassed to they're, they're planning for the parade. <laughs> one week, folks, one week. This is why we hate the Yankees. We threw a no-hitter today, and he's talking about Rizzo, who has nine home runs, hitting 30. Yeah, give your, give your, talk about the no-hitter for a little bit. We'll get back to the Yankees. We'll get back bit. to we the Yankees. We've got to get to the Rangers in a little we bit. we got plenty. we got plenty to do. we got, um, we also got, so like I was saying, New York sports all on the upward. For the first time in a long time, I mean, the Jets and Giants had their best year. We, New York football had its best day in 10 years. <laughs> it just happened to be in April. So... Yeah, I saw a great stat yesterday with the Jets and the Giants tied for the worst records in football over the last five years. Yeah, and it doesn't say if that doesn't say no, it all no. right there. Yesterday was the best day in ten years for New York football, and it's April twenty eighth. How much? What does that say? And like everybody's all all up in arms. You know, we got uh, the cover of the paper. I got the paper here somewhere. The cover of the paper, the, you know, the back page. The Jets won. The Jets got their first win in God knows how long, and it's April twenty eighth. And the Giants are no better. The Giants still don't have a quarterback. Giants are going to be no good this year, no matter what. If you saw, they didn't. They didn't extend uh, Jones, so you know yeah, that, well, that shows how much confidence they have in him. Breaking news, everybody! Breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they can't. They can't extend him. They can't extend him because what if he like he's not clearly not the quarterback, right? Am I right? You, Jones clearly yeah, not the quarterback. I don't have. I, I don't trust him very much. No, I, I have to say you know it's, by it's, now. You would know by it's now. It's unfortunate. You know, we we all came out year one. Danny Dimes. He's a kid. He's gonna. You know, he's gonna develop into some great quarterback. I don't see it. I don't see it. No, no. listen. If, if he went, if he was coming to the Knicks out of Duke, maybe. But he's coming to the Giants out of Duke. 
I have a hard time with the Giants, too, during draft picks. I mean, the pro- they're always trying to do it the Giant way. The Gi- For the last 10 years, you know what the Giant way has been? The Giant way has been losing. Yeah. And, and they always – you, know you know the day that I uh, sort of gave up on the Giants in the draft? It's, it's the year that they, uh, they, they passed on Tunsil because he, was, uh, he smoked a little marijuana in college, and they ended up drafting Eli Apple, who was just a, just a disaster. Talking about Tunsil, who's, you know, he's, been, uh, he's been in the Pro Bowl uh, four or five times. Or since. I mean, you can't be smoking marijuana in college, bro. Yeah. Who does that? It's crazy. It's crazy to think. I um, never touched the stuff. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so my investigator thinks at least. So anyway, so um, the Gi- listen. The, you know what the Giants got last night? The Giants got themselves uh, Fireman Ed, a new Fireman Ed in this city, better than Fireman Ed. And and how weird was it? By the way, how weird was Goodell with the kid? Like like don't call him the the Make a Wish kid. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have called him the Make a Wish. That kid was that kid was that kid was awesome. He by was the way. awesome. He was he was going he. he Listen, anybody that's been in a situation like that, you know, he got a new heart, and he gets to come out, and, and you know, that's a, it's a great moment for him. It's probably one of the best Here's moments Here's the make-a-wish, kid, but oh, come on, Goodell. Could you be any more awkward with it? <laughs> like, what if he was like, uh, you know, like, how about, like, okay, he is, he's sponsored by the, he's, he's uh, represented by the make-a-wish foundation, and they do this, that, not, here's the make a, here's the cancer, kid. Here's the, you know, you can't say that. Yeah, he had, it was it wasn't cancer. I believe I think it was. A, no, it was a new heart. It was heart yeah, failure yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, he got a, a heart, a heart transplant. I'll tell you what, the way he was looking yeah. last night, you better be careful with that. But well, I mean, let me tell you, that, that was just going to say that heart was that kid was pumped. He was he was super excited. You got to be, you know. I saw him on TV today, so he survived last night. He's good. Look, the heart kid, it's not going to go under any more stress than it did last night. <laughs> so he's good. He's good and. And the Giants, I mean, the Giants, they got a good pick. The Jets, I think, won the draft. The Jets have a quarterback, I think, somewhat more of a quarterback than the Giants do. The Giants don't have a quarterback. Let's be real. Danny Dimes is not their quarterback. He's not going to be their quarterback. He's a Kent Graham. Yeah, I mean, the Jets got one of the best receivers in the draft. And, you know, you always like those position players, you know. It's not always the best pick, especially, you know, I mean, the the Giants needed. The Giants needed some offense. Do you watch the draft? Do you, are you someone? Do you watch the draft? I watch the first round. I make sure to watch the first round, especially you know, of course, I watch, you watch the, the first Jets. round. I you watched sure it last night. You didn't watch uh, Game Six. You I watched. Watch I watched. I watched the the two picks for the Jets and the Giants, okay. and, then, and then I just kept an eye on it. You okay. know? I mean, uh, I can't deal with. it. I think it's the worst. I mean, I I just can't watch it. I think it's so boring. I can, it scrolls across the bottom of the screen, and I get as much information as as you do watching it. I'll tell you what I don't mind watching is those kids uh, squirming as the as they don't get picked every yeah as the picks go by and by and by yeah yeah and, like uh, the quarterback last night uh, when did he go he went in like uh, I think the first quarterback came off the, the Pittsburgh board. Pittsburgh kid yeah he came off the board what in like twenty was it the twenty yeah yeah twenty seven he went to Pittsburgh which is perfect for him perfect they know him um what do you think about the fake slide you know the fake slide that he did right oh I didn't even see it no no where he he went. You, you've seen it. You just forget about it. He was running with the ball, and he went to see fake the slide, so the defense kind of gave yeah, up. Yeah, fake he, slides are always shady. I, you know what I'm shady? Saying? I like uh, it. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Because the problem with a fake slide, anytime anybody does it, is, you know, it, they're going to slow up on you. If you're going to start fake sliding, <laughs> they shouldn't get called if they rock you. You know what I'm saying? The next time you come down. Yeah, if you will watch a game with two backup quarterbacks and then keep saying that. Because that, that's what it is. That's why everyone's like, oh, the quarterback doesn't get hit. Yeah. Go watch an NFL game that has two backup quarterbacks in it, and you'll be like, this game is terrible. Yeah. Um. So the Yankees game, did you see the Yankee game tonight? 
Yep, I was watching the game. I was really, like, really? What's your password on on the Apple Plus? Because you were sitting here telling me you didn't watch the game. Oh, yeah, well, I was here with you. Gone here observing the Apple the uh, Yankee game. Yeah, unfortunately, thirteen they minutes you stream the game. You know who I feel bad for on these two? Stu- uh, I mean, listen, I can stream the game. I've got all the. I've got the Apple Plus. I've got the Amazon. Uh, I've got the Prime. I've got. All, you know what I feel bad for the eighty-year-old guy that's sitting at home that's been watching the Yankees, you know, since nineteen fifty, and he can't and he can't watch the game because he doesn't. He is not streaming the game. No, on, no. But on so, Prime. so if you own the business and you would you would turn down the the hundred a couple hundred uh, million dollars. For that, for the for the couple eighty year old guys, they they should at least show the game locally. No, because then then why would Amazon pay the money? No, then I, nobody would watch it on Amazon. Have I you understand. heard these announcers they got? It's it's god awful. I understand what you're saying, but I mean, look at the NFL. The the NFL opening day is going to be on the Thursday, the first Thursday. Chiefs, I know. Chiefs Chargers. The Thursday night games are going to be yeah. on there, but when it's in your local market, I guarantee the game's still on Channel Eleven, just like it is now for Thursday night football. If you notice, when the Jets of the Giants are on Thursday night football and it was on the NFL Network, they would show it on local TV, and because that's the way they, it should yes, be. Because they have a deal. The NFL had. A, I don't know if that's still the case. They, you're right. You're that's right about been, that. I mean, that's always always been the case. Been the case but so I don't know unless if that's... they changed it this year. Then uh, you know they might have changed. Because it Because if year. I'm Amazon, I want a total exclusive. Yeah. There are a couple eighty year olds who are gonna get their kids to to sign them up and just tell me how to watch this and put it on the TV so I can watch it. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but Amazon's still paying. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but football is different. Football is not baseball. You know what? I'm, there's 162 games a year in baseball. Baseball's regional. It's very regional. Football, I mean, you're going to watch the Thursday night game yeah. between, you know... Chiefs and the Chargers. Yeah, I'm watching that's that game. It's so funny that you say that because that was the exact yeah. matchup I was thinking of. Yeah, a West yeah. Coast game. Still going to watch it. Fantasy football. But, you're not, watching, but you're not watching on Amazon Prime Royals... Padres. God, no. God, no. Same thing. Of course. Well, so you're not watching Royals Padres, but you're I'll watching I'll tell you Chiefs. what else I'm not watching. I'm not watching uh, Vancouver and Calgary on ESPN+. Plus. No, it's just not happening. You know what I'm saying? It's not the same. The NFL, I mean, for better or worse, the NFL is the, is the best sport for TV. So, I mean, you're going to watch it. The betting brings in tons of people. The fantasy football brings in tons of people. The basketball, I mean, too. Don't, don't get me wrong. I play fantasy baseball, but it's not the same. First of all, I'm horrible at fantasy baseball. I'm way too unorganized. I don't play fantasy anything. Yeah, I know. You're not a fantasy guy. You hate fantasy. but eh. I like to live it in real life. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I'm not but a the fan- fan- just- But the fantasy football brings in uh, crazy people. You know, people watch it anyway. I, I watch any game. Any NFL game, you know, you always have a guy that's involved. It, it, it makes it fun. Yeah. So, see, I never got into the fantasy only because, like, I feel like I can't be, I can't be all over. And I love the Red Zone Channel more than I, I'll sit there all Sunday and I will watch the Red Zone Channel. Mm-hmm. And that's for fantasy. That's oh, originally for oh fantasy. My God. It makes fantasy so great. The but I and I don't play. I've never played fantasy, especially I, when you have a team that's been. The worst team in the NFL for five years. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. I watch the Giants. I got it on. I, I flip back and forth, but I hit up the red zone even when the Giants are on, just because. Pff, well, yeah. Brutal. Well, lately, they're the brutal. Giants are brutal. brutal. Yeah, yeah. Brutal but but did did the Giants? I mean, see, but like with with fantasy football, I'm not watching because like I think you're like your quarterback. You want his team. You want your team to be losing. Yeah, oh yeah. Because then he's going to be throwing. Like it's just yeah. too much for me. I, you, I can't get into. You it. want them to go down early is what you want. If you if you have a quarterback, you want them to be, be and, and, and as far as the draft goes, 
I can't be bothered watching it either. I can't. I can't be bothered. People. I mean, there's people out there making mock drafts. You see how many people show up to that thing? Yeah, they had like a hundred thousand. It was in like an air. It looked like it was in an airplane <laughs> hangar. Looks like a like hundred thousand. Was it a hundred thousand? It was a hundred thousand. Like people. That's crazy. A hundred thousand people. It looks like it's in an airplane hangar in the desert. Because I mean, they were in Vegas. They're, yeah, like, si- they're sitting out in the listen, desert. Listen, if you can't find better something better to do than watch, go watch Goodell say, "Here's the fuck." Oh. Okay, in Las curse. Vegas, here's in Las the, Vegas, here's the here's the the uh, Make a Wish kid. Come yeah. on, <laughs> oh, man. something better in Vegas to do. I guarantee there's better stuff to the do. Make a Wish kid was great. Even the Make a Wish kid, he was great. I told you, he's <laughs> he was my favorite part. And I didn't even see it live. I had to get it in the group text message that we're in. Yeah, but um, so the um. The Mets, 3 nothing. Yankees are about to win. So the Yankees are playing well again. Listen, I said they were going to play well. I picked them this year to win the World Series only for the sole reason where I would hope they would cause them to lose. 7-0 and oh, since you said they were on the downward spiral. Seven, is that what it is? Yeah, that's what it is. Who would they play? What are the teams? Uh, they played the, the Mighty Guardians. Okay. <laughs> they the, played Orioles. the Orioles and the Royals. Okay. Three, okay. of the, three of the best franchises in the in the bigs. Me, you, and the seven people that are listening to this live could be could go seven and zero in that that schedule. Hey, you got to beat the teams that are in front of you. That's the way you make the playoffs. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You Mets, know? Mets. But do you know what the difference is? Is the Mets no hit those teams <laughs> twice, twice. <laughs> hey, listen, look, look, we'll take it. Hey, look, the Mets best record of baseball. I, I am. I am. I'm, I'm a believer in the Mets. I'm not as much as I am a believer in the Rangers. I'm not. Well, I should say I'm not as much a believer in the Rangers to win the cup. Do you think the Rangers are a cup champion type? Of, like, do you expect the Rangers to win the cup this year? I don't going into these playoffs. I personally wouldn't be surprised if the Rangers lost in the first round. I wouldn't be surprised if the Rangers made the finals. I mean, it's so stacked up this year. It's the weirdest season ever. I've never seen a season like this. I mean, it's fair that I would say I would be surprised if. The, I mean, you're right because it's because it's Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh, it was either going to be Pittsburgh or Washington. The Rangers went out there. The Cap, you know what? The Caps are limping into the this. They lost two to the Islanders. They got Ovechkin's hurt. They lost to the Rangers tonight. Basically, the Hartford Wolfpack is who they lost to tonight. And, you know, good good, good riddance to them. I, I can't stand Washington. But uh, uh, nobody's beaten Calgary or, or Colorado. Thankfully, you don't have to worry about them until you hit the finals. So, I mean, you know, let's not get ahead of ourselves. The Rangers make it to the finals. You won't be saying that. You'll say they got a chance, of course, because at that point, first of all, at that point, Igor st- probably has stood on his head. What's for- his name? Igor. Igor. <laughs> what did Igor. I say, Igor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Igor, <laughs> Igor. Sturkin. Yes. So, so the mean, Russians, you know. The- yeah, yeah, yeah. You I mispronounced the Russians. Well, you know, you know who doesn't mispronounce things? And this is the, the worst part, I think, about not having... About the NHL playoffs. Now, I love the NHL playoffs. It's great. And they're going to be playing until, like, July, mid-July this year. Is not having Doc Emmerich. Because, I mean, how much do you miss this? Ponikarovsky with it. Through one in front, block there. Scramble for it there. They poke away at it. Still it's loose. Poked out by Kolodja. They score! It's on Delane now. Cullen, touched on to Bouchard, lobbed on for Cullen, turning there, coming by as Oduya, lost, score! How good is that? I miss that. Do you miss that? 
Oh, of course, of course. Especially well, you he know, just especially. retired out of nowhere, and he and he was the best. He was the best there was. Doc Emmerich. In case especially you don't when, know, especially when playoff times come around, what did he do the on the regular season? What did he do the Devils? Did he do the Devils? He did the, the Devils when season? we were kids. On the, he did the Devils when we were younger. Uh-huh. He did the Devils, right? And then he did the, he did the NBC right. for a while, right? Because the national it was ESPN for a while it was Gary Thorne, who's a who's great too. Gary Thorne's great too. Um, yeah, I mean, he probably. Uh, I mean, I, I'd have to imagine a lot of went into what that went into him retiring was. First of all, he's getting older, but. Second of all, they don't have the NHL anymore. You know, they probably had him under contract. And oh, you don't think he could get a job with whoever he wants? Yeah, you don't think he could have walked into TNT and been like, "I'm getting this job," and they would have given it to him? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Now, speaking of announcers, real quick, I wanted to ask you this: the other night, I'm watching the basketball game. Gus Johnson, one of my favorites, does college most of the time. Gus Johnson, he was doing the he does uh, some of the TNT games. They brought up the over under. Mm-hmm. Did you see about this? Mm-hmm. No, right? Go on. So he brought up the over-under. He goes, this is what he says. I don't know about that over-under stuff. I don't know how that works. What do you mean? He didn't know what an over-under was? He didn't know what an over-under was. Wow. Wow, he's an angel. Now, are you believing that? He's a saint. But how do you do that? How do you make it that? How do you make it to this level? He does college games. Never dropped a shilling on a game in his life. Yeah, but even if you never did, you still would know. Somebody said, oh, the game went over, the game, you know, bad beat. You, you never think. watched SportsCenter? You would think he, sh- he should probably know what an, <laughs> what an over-under is. He said, is. I don't know. And then the guy had He's to like, go. He's like, what's a spread? He goes, what's it? He goes, he goes, I don't know what that over-under stuff means. And the guy who's doing the game with him says, oh, it's the combined score. The combined score for this was like 215. I think they might get there. And he's like, yeah, I, I, I've never known what that stuff. He goes, that's illegal, right? And and the, the color commentator goes, it's actually been legal in Vegas for quite a while. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> a, they should have went to the studio show. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe I it. Bet I, you, like, I bet you I know Chuck knows what the over-under is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go ask Jordan what the over-under is? I'm sure he's right, got yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. He knows exactly what it 100%. is. A hundred percent. But, like, he's the... It blew my mind. I, sounds I, like he sounds like a college kid that's been shaven, and they're like, "Oh, he's like, I don't even know what an over under is." You know? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, what are you talking about? Oh Ms. man, Fritos. you missed four layups in a row. Hey, I don't know. I don't it know. What we, an won the, we won the game, right? Yeah, <laughs> we won the game, right? I, I want a lawyer. I want a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of lawyers, um, a couple. Trevor Bauer suspended two years. It's the largest. It's the longest suspension ever in professional sports for domestic violence. And kudos to the MLB commissioner and Coug, who gets a lot of garbage and stuff thrown his way. And he, and he most of it's deserved. But kudos for him. Uh, think, Trevor Bauer's a bad guy. Was, yeah, I think it was a sexual assault. Is what it was. Is what he got banged for. But honestly, it was nothing. The there was no charges. There's and this is that's the thing. There's no charges, so it makes you wonder if. You know what? I think I think they gave Bauer short. Yes, you got to punish a guy who is getting. You know, they, if they have any proof that he did, which this they do, of, they just didn't have the reasonable doubt. They, on the that, reasonable doubt, they didn't right. think they get but a conviction. He, do you know what? Trevor Bauer's a dick. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Everybody hates Trevor Bauer. He's always been a dick. You know, if it was a likable player, he would have gotten a year. They just hate Bauer. They're like, forget that. We're giving him two years. Hopefully he never comes back. Well, he's not going to come back. Way, yeah, well, he's he's going to be blackballed. He's yeah, going to be blackballed. Probably, yeah, just like uh, you're going to be blackballed after that for cursing two times in a row without uh, even without even thinking about it. Like on me. purpose. Straight purpose. <laughs> it's not I, a burp, bro. It's I not a burp. I didn't, you know, I didn't know Dick was... Uh, was 
Oh, really? The curse word, sorry. Okay. My, okay. Is that one of the, the ten words you can't say? <laughs> it's right. been a while since I caught up on my car, Lynn. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh, so anyway, but yeah, that, no, I don't think so. He's you, a jerk. How about that? What Have are you saying? You, so if, if what? If Jeter beat up his girlfriend instead of giving him gift, gift baskets? Oh, yeah. He wouldn't have got a... Oh, yeah. Freddie Freeman beats up his girlfriend. He gets two months. 60 games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, so you don't... So you, so you basically just say... So, uh, you know what? I don't want you on my jury. Yeah. I don't want you on my jury, and I don't want you as my judge either. Wow. I'm I'm lenient. I, I think, and I'll be real. You're lenient if you're a I'm, nice guy. I'm half, listen, I'm half, I'm half joking with you, but yeah, yeah. seriously, I, I, I seriously believe things like that happens. I believe, you know, it, the fact that he's just been a problem for the MLB. For, remember when he took the, remember when he was coming out of the game and he threw the ball over the center field fence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> this guy's a jerk. I mean, classic, he's always been classic. a jerk. They, they they look for reasons to get rid of jerks. Of course, like that, listen. You know? There's politics just like anything else. Oh, like, why 100%. do you think? Listen, Kurt Schilling, I Kurt Schilling is a lunatic with his politics and everything. He's crazy, right? But he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he probably should be in the Hall. of He fame. should definitely be in the Hall yeah. of Fame. Yeah. Kurt I mean, Schilling should definitely be in the Hall. His politics aside, I've never liked Kurt Schilling even. Before, yeah, but that's not supposed know. to be part of the thing. Uh, Ty Cobb is in the Hall of Fame, right? No, no, no. I understand, I, and I agree with you. Kurt Schilling should should probably be in the Hall of Fame, but. I never liked Kurt Schilling. No, well, you're fake, not supposed to like Kurt Schilling. fake bloody sock. Give me a break. It's not Get fake. It wasn't yeah, fake. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Hurts his ankle and he's bleeding. That makes a lot of sense. But whatever. We'll, we'll move on, Kurt Schilling. You never, you never rolled your ankle and had a bloody sock? No, no. You know what the Mets have? I played Mets? soccer for 12 years. I rolled my ankle about 100 times. and never once did it start bleeding. Listen, Red Sox, as I said before, and I think it was the first episode of this game, Red Sox had the bloody sock game. Mets had the bloody doze game with Harvey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as we found and out, he ain't a few going to the ago. Hall of Fame. Yeah, oh, you better believe he's not going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you know, he's he's not going anywhere. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. I saw the last great moment Harvey ever ever pitched. Shocked Harvey wasn't the second to get the no hitter. <laughs> <laughs> the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Yeah. Oh, I'm just thinking back to you know your Met fans would get excited every start that he had. It's Harvey Knight. The yeah. Dark Knight's coming out tonight. Oh, yeah. my Lord. Well, what did you want us to do? Yeah, I understand. Like, well, like It's the same reason with the black jerseys. Why we like the black jerseys? Because, like, we didn't win anything in the black jerseys, but, like, we went to a World Series, and Piazza hit home runs, and, like, that's right. all we got. What happened in that World Series? I can't remember. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I didn't see. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. <laughs> you didn't see a win. No, it was two thousand. But I was freshman year high of college. I was working on <laughs> some school stuff. Yeah, you didn't see it because my father turned the game off on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah, definitely. I love your father, but you know, and, and still to this day, I still got a problem with him for that. And he knows it. Bob, Where, wherever he is, he knows it. Just a quick background. Bob came over to watch the uh, the one game that the Mets won in that World Series, and as the ball was popped up to make the final out, my father just hit the button and said, "All right, get out, Bob. Turn the TV off on me. Turn the TV off and kicked him out." The only up until that point, the only Mets World Series game I had ever seen after you were five. A years win, old. Yeah, we, yeah. Well, I mean, I clearly go. You know, I was by the time the when I'm in '86. By the time they were winning those games, I was already too drunk drinking the the ass of my father's beers. <laughs> but um, yeah, shut it off. Me and his father. It was always it was always you know, we were always polite to each other. Me and your father. No, oh, yeah. But it was uh, always a little you know. My dad loved you. No, <laughs> my dad loved. You. I loved your father. I, loved I, your father. I wish my, I almost wish my dad was still around so he could. Uh, 
so he could sit up and listen to you and, and yeah, Brad I'll forget doing it. the show. He would lo- he would have loved this show. Oh, wait, so. Well, you know what? Yeah, well, you know what he's doing. He's sitting in gun. He's sitting up there with Gunzo laughing at us yeah, about all these mistakes I make. Him and Gunzo sitting up there laughing, going, "What are these idiots talking about? There was a no hitter tonight, and they're talking about the World Series in two thousand. What are they doing?" <laughs> so anyway, so Rangers, um, we're gonna have uh, we actually again we have a guest um, today. It's a Rangers beat writer. His name is Kyle. Hold on one second. Let me get it. Kyle Hall is his name. He was a Rangers B. He's a Rangers B writer. He gave us a really good interview. I'm going to put it on for you guys right now. Um, we spoke to him just before the game. So if you hear us referencing tonight's game, just just uh, disregard. But uh, here it is. It's a, a weekly spot, and it's with Kyle Hall, Rangers B writer. All right, we'd like to welcome in Kyle Hall, Rangers beat writer for Belly Up Sports. He's also the host of the Broadway Hat podcast for Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, covers USA Hockey, and he's also a credentialed media member of the International Ice Hockey Federation. Kyle, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. Uh, yeah, no problem, of course. Um, Rangers now, we got this is the most exciting part of the year, so far as I'm concerned. Playoff hockey is the best thing best thing out there. It's not as good without Mike Emmerich, but but it's still top of the line. <laughs> um Rangers now, this team this team all year, I've been back and forth. Are they a cup contender? Are they not a cup contender? I don't think they are. What do you think? Uh I I mean, yeah, I for the simple reason of Igor Shesterkin, I think they have to be just because We've seen teams like last year, Montreal Canadiens go go the cup just based off Carey Price carrying them. Any any team can go if you have the goaltending, any team can make a run to the Stanley Cup Finals. We've seen it with Henrik Lundqvist make you know the runs to the Conference Finals, the one uh, Stanley Cup Final with the Rangers, where they basically were you know they scored two and a half goals per game and uh, basically just prayed that Hank kept them in it. So if you got the goaltender, you can make the run. Uh, looking at, I mean, the Eastern Conference is just completely stacked. It's the first time in NHL history. Uh, all eight teams in a, in a playoff has, have reached 100 points. So uh, it's going to be, I mean, it's a battle to get out of this conference right now. But, um, yeah, I mean, I know the Rangers are in a top betting uh, pick right now, and I think they are under a 1% chance, I think, on, like, all the um, computer analysis of winning the Stanley Cup. But, I mean, all you need is a 1% chance, right? And if, I think if Igor Shesterkin plays like he's played for most of the season, like the best goalie in hockey – uh, they have they have a shot, and I think that their pickups they made at the trade deadline were exactly what the team needed, and uh, and I think they filled a lot of holes up front, and also I think this young defensive core has gotten better and better as the year has gone on, and a kid like Braden Schneider who kind of came out of nowhere mid season, I think he's really settled in after what forty plus games now as an NHL player. So um, I, I think right now the Rangers are. I know they're uh, a little bit of a losing streak right now, but you know they played you know half the team last game, um, and then the tough Caps lost uh, on Tuesday last Tuesday night. But um, you know I, I think right now this team's in really good shape, and uh, and yeah I think they can surprise some people in the playoffs. Um, I, I actually I agree. Listen, me not picking them is the best thing that can happen to the Rangers. <laughs> that's, so, so, that, that's the best thing. I, I don't think they they have the depth. They don't really have the depth. And you're right about the defense. I think we're watching the the upcoming of the next Brian Leach in, in Fox. Uh, yeah. I've had this discussion with, with a couple people. I, I think he's just going to be something special. And you're right. The goalie the goalie is, he's the quarterback of hockey. He In the playoffs, you could ride a hot goalie all the way. Eight seeds make it. Eight seeds don't make it in basketball. But in hockey, they can make it. Look at look at uh, Montreal. They're terrible. Now, what, yeah. what I don't think the Rangers have, they don't have the depth, and I don't think they play 
well in big games. That was a big game the other night against Carolina, and they just got physically outmatched, and they got pushed around in their own building. What do you have to think about that? Yeah, I just think, I think there's certain teams that, and it's every year in hockey, there's a certain teams you match up well against, and I'm sure we'll get into the two teams they could possibly face off against the playoffs in a minute, but uh, I just think that the Caps, for whatever reason, they match up extremely well against the Rangers. But look at the Rangers match up this year against Florida and Tampa with a 5-1 and one against those two teams. You know, probably the two best teams other than the Caps, other than um, Carolina in the conference. You know, I think teams just set up well against each other, and I think, uh, you know, the, the Carolina just has, they're, I mean, they're just such a good defensively-minded team. And once they get a lead, they can just lock it down on the defensive end. They're very, they're like the 90s Devils with like their, you know, they get up a one or two goal lead and they just shut it down. Yeah, the, the, and, the, the uh, 90s Devils were awful to watch. I mean, yeah, I was watching I mean, paint dry. Yeah, I mean, Carolina's not too fun to watch either. I mean, they're only scoring two or three goals a game, but they're getting uh, great defensive play, great goaltending, uh, even from this new kid who, you know, they just brought from the American Hockey League that mm-hmm. has stepped up for them. But, uh, yeah. I just think the Rangers, it's a tough matchup against Carolina. They're very, you know, they don't make too many mistakes. They do take a lot of penalties, though, which, um, you know, the Rangers haven't been able to capitalize on their games against them. Carolina's the number one penalty kill. Rangers are what the number three power play, I think, right now. They dropped one slot this last week. Um, you know, that's, that's where the Rangers need to win is on the special teams. You know, they've been, have, they have a top 10 PK. They got a top three penalty, uh, power play. You know, they got to score power play goals. Five on five goals have been an issue for them all year long. And uh, and if they do match up against Carolina, that's the one team I think it's going to – I mean, Florida really added a lot of good assets, too, at the trade deadline. Drew, I mean, that team's gotten a lot better since the Rangers last saw them. But, um, you know, I think in the second round, hopefully, they, you know, the Rangers get to the second round and they, they do face off against Carolina. But, um, you know, that's that's where the depth comes in. I mean, Carolina rolls four, four solid lines. they got six solid defensemen. You know, Brendan Smith is pretty much the, the weak end of that team as their sixth defenseman. And, uh, you know, he's, he's still a solid hockey player. But, um, you know, a- again, when you talk about teams when matching up, I know Igor, they've gotten the best of Igor a couple times, but they've done most of damage on Gorgiev, Carolina, in the one game when Gorgiev uh, spent his head from 40 saves of the shutout. But, yeah, Gorgiev, uh, kept, he kept uh, Montreal in that game <laughs> the, the other day. I mean, yeah, well, the other night, yeah, yeah, Gorgiev did not uh, play well the other night. But, uh, you know, it's going to come down to can a team beat Igor Shesterkin four times in seven games. And, yeah, I think that's going to be difficult for any team to do that. I know you listen to Alec Kett, and he's, you know, really banging the drum about that. And uh, and Igor's resiliency and his kind of like Lundqvist, they're just two really crazy competitors that, you know, hate losing. Um, and, I, and I think this is the best little, well-built team the Rangers have had since that President's Cup team, um, a President's Trophy team. Uh, a few years ago, I just think that like, like the depth may not be there completely up front, but they still have three very solid lines. And that fourth line has taken on more of an identity role this year, similar to what the Islanders had or have had in the last couple of years. So they have a fourth line that can actually produce not only offensively, but you know, don't get burned in the defensive end. And I think Reeves, a lot of people wrote him off earlier this year, but he's I think he's good. been really he's solid. Been good. He's been real good. For he's this been team. a solid addition. He's, I mean, he's been a great guy in the locker room. It seems like, I'm a big Kevin Rooney fan. He's missed a lot of the season with injury. I think getting him back, not only for important the faceoff role, but penalty killing. And the, he really, the, the thing for the Rangers is when Barkley Goodrow plays in your bottom six, that lineup lengthens so much when they don't have to move him up to a top six role. I mean, having him on a third or fourth line, uh, I mean, that's going to be a really tough matchup for teams in the postseason. And they're tougher than they obviously have been in the years past. 
Well, uh, I mean, after, after last year, after the Tom Wilson's, I mean, that changed the whole franchise. I think yeah, this team. I, mean, I think yeah. they were. I think this team. This team wasn't supposed to be like this this year. They weren't supposed to be this good. They were a year or no. two away, and they've kind of overachieved. And I hate. I know Rangers fans hate to hear it, but if they get to the second round and lose to Carolina in say six games or seven games, I, I think it's a win. A win for the season. I mean, how many how many teams have you seen that go through these rebuilds? They do the one year where they make the run to uh, conference finals and lose, or go to the second line, second round and lose, and then the next year they win it. You know, like it. They get the experience. You can say the bubble was an experience for some of these kids, but I mean, yeah. that wasn't really playoff hockey. No, that was three no. games, and it was after a, a three month layoff, four month layoff, and it was no. You know what? I mean? Yeah, and the it, Rangers were three and out. That, the, the people would say it's just Sturkin as playoff. Like, that's not playoff experience. I, I say no. Nah, you, you played one game. And yeah, you, coming off that, they were dead in the water. Had, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, that was. They should have played him. I mean, I love Henrik Lundqvist. He's on my list of all time greats. I'm, 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 I'm a Richter guy. Yeah, I mean, him and Rick are right, are right there for me. I mean, but, I mean, they shouldn't have played Lundqvist. They should have gone with Igor, but I understand they wanted to give Hank one more shot one that more playoff shot. run. But, I mean, you know, they gave Igor the one game. It, it, like you said, they were dead on arrival. When Brady Shea knocked out the Jesper Foss in game one, I knew they were done. Yeah, I, and, I, uh, even before, I mean, I was hope against hope. <laughs> I mean, you know, you could say when that happened, but you knew going in. If you, you're, you're a Ranger guy, you know. You knew they weren't going to yeah, win Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're excited because it's hockey for the first time in five months. It was anything. The world shut down. It was anything. I didn't care what I, I would have watched the alumni go out there and play the, a game against the Islanders. You know, I don't even care what, what yeah. went out there then, yeah. but, um, <laughs> but was, yeah, no, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't NBA players playing, uh, what's it called in, in the driveway <laughs> shooting hoops. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, I couldn't call that a play of experience. So this is the first real taste. And, uh, and I tell you what, I was, this last week, you know, you get your Facebook and uh, all these notifications about memories and stuff and crap, and <laughs> yeah. uh, all this stuff comes up, you know, from the Ranger playoff games in years past. And I'm looking at a picture, and it's from five years ago, the 2017 playoffs. And I was looking at it was the um, Ottawa series. Ottawa, yeah, I, was, I went to I went to yeah, the, the and, game in that series. Yeah, so I was like, you know, I saw a picture pop up from that, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's five years since it's been playoff hockey. Well, it's great. It's good. I'm like, it's nothing know, better than playoff hockey. No, in and I'm just thinking, like, you know, that, that you know, the Rangers come up the warm up, and you see, like, the New York Rangers, like, that garden's, you know, rough. I mean, five years of playoff hockey. The, they're right? waving the towels. Because we, I mean, clearly, yeah. clearly we're never going to see playoff basketball there again. So the playoff hockey, <laughs> you know, that's all we got. So, you know, I'll take it. But yeah, I love, I love playoff hockey. And you mentioned Steve Valquette. I just wanted to throw out there that for the first time since he entered the NHL, he's the best goalie in the room at his job. Uh, now, um, <laughs> uh, so, but now tonight the Rangers are going to uh, play in Washington. It's, it's a relatively big game for Washington. It's not for the yeah. Rangers. They're not going to play anybody. I, I agree with this, not playing anybody. I don't trust Washington. I don't trust Tom Wilson. I, none of it. I want, no, and you know what? I'd rather, like you said, I'd rather face Pittsburgh. We've, can, we've dominated Pittsburgh. The games we've lost, it was like, over, was it an overtime game? That Sunday the afternoon game? game? It was a one-nothing one Saturday afternoon game, yeah. one other. Just Sarkin played great. He stood on his head, and they still lost, but they just couldn't get, you know, beat, uh, beat Star, the goal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, now, um, do you think the Rangers should make Kreider the captain for, before the playoffs? Yeah. I don't know if you do it before the playoffs. I think, I think you let it ride. I think it's clear that he's kind of taken over that role. I mean, how many times they've said it in the media, and you can tell after a tough loss, like he's the guy they put out there to the media, um, you know, to talk. And, and, and I mean, I mean, what a season. I, 
he's a guy who, I mean, I talked about this before on other shows, my own show. Before this season, he was one of those guys that is very rare for Ranger fans to either hate or love. And like, he was like the, like the one guy that either hated or you loved him. Like, there's not too many guys like that. And it's been for years. And so it's awesome to see him turn around basically all of his haters. And now it's like a kumbaya session for all Ranger fans. Well, now. Yeah, well, what, how are you going to hate him now? I, like, I yeah, wasn't no, used I know. either, but how are you going to hate him now? You know? I know. And I mean, you know, what is he? He's been on the team since it was the 09 was when he came in in the playoff run. He and, came up just for the playoffs. Um, right? Yeah, or was it 2011? Yeah, it was 2011. He was repping 09. So yeah, yeah, it was 11 because they said run. 10 years. This is his 10th year. I guess yeah. they consider that a year. But, but yeah, he came up. He played well in that series from what I remember. He did. He you did. Know? He scored, I think it was like five goals. Straight out, like, straight out of right college. In, yeah. So, you, you know, you can't do that. Now, what about – um? What about Shostarkin? Do you? I, I'm. Not, I think Matthews gets the heart. I think sixty goals is something. You know, sixty goals is sixty goals. Do you? Think, yeah. Do you think yeah. uh, Shostarkin? And also, I'm not somebody who won't give the Vezina and the heart to the same person, like the Cy Young, like the Grom should have got the Cy Young mm-hmm. and the thing if he would have kept going. But I think Matthews is the MVP. What do you think? Uh, I think Matthews is the MVP. I think obviously him playing in Toronto helps him a ton. And there's a lot of Toronto bias within the media, you know, the hockey media, everything being centered in, centered in Toronto. Um, you know, I think him hitting 60, I mean, that's a big number. I mean, that's a big number for goals. Uh, if you were to end it with like 56 or 57, I think you could say, oh, you know, uh, you know, maybe, you know, it's not, it's a great big number, but it's not the 6-0 number. But when you do look at it, you know, I, I do think Igor is more valuable to his team. Um, I think if yeah. his team had Alexander Gorgiev as their starting goaltender, they're right with the Islanders and Flyers, and they're not in the playoff race. Fair point. That, that's um, a very think, fair point. But they, that's not I how think, the award goes. The award is the best. No, player. it's not. It's not. You know, I, I think if the, I think if Toronto went out there without Matthews, they'd still be probably a playoff hockey team with the, the talent they have on the team. Um, but you know, yeah, he's got a great year. Um, I think Igor, obviously, he's got won a Vesna Trophy, which is a you know an unbelievable award. You know, very few goaltenders in Rangers history have even won that award. Yes. Uh, you know, one person only won it once in his career. Um, well, because he had, yeah, like, I just, yeah. They were, I mean, and like Rick yeah. never won. Rick won it once, maybe. Did he? No, win he didn't no. win it. It was before that. Brodeur. It was uh, Jockerman, right? Or was it, yeah, it was Jockerman because it was, uh, was Brodor winning it every year when Richter was around. Yeah, yeah. So or Patrick Waugh, you know, Patrick Waugh, yeah, yeah. Hashik. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had some unbelievable boys during during his era. So I mean, it's an unbelievable honor, and I think uh, you yeah, know the Rangers have named him Team MVP today, uh, which he truly. I mean, he is. He, there's no reason. It, and again, like I said, if he is on his game, the Rangers, the Rangers will go as far as he takes them. I agree. You know, if he if he lets in three or four goals, they're not going to win the game. If he locks it down to one or two goals, you know, they're going to win the game. You know, it's going to be all on his shoulders. Um, and, and I, I know that. I mean, the kid. I mean, he's been he's excelled in the NHL. The you know the small time the AHL. He was a star in the KHL. You know, he's won everywhere he's gone. And uh, I think the next step for him is to be a playoff hockey goaltender. And, and get that experience, and uh, and I, I guess we'll truly see next week how how he reacts to the um, the spotlight in the playoffs. Because obviously, I mean, it's gonna be all on him. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, if they get to the second round losing six, I can live with that. I can live with that. This team, this is a, a building year, and we we got we're all house money now. I know you, know, you don't want to go out and get swept in that first round by Pittsburgh. You never want to lose to Pittsburgh or Washington as a yeah, I know, ever. yeah. Because yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, forget it. The, Washington, especially, I'm sick of I'm sick of Washington. <laughs> I'm sick of Ovechkin. Um, now uh, I saw I was reading last night. I see if you have any thoughts on this. The um, with the TNT and the ESPN games, viewership seems to be way up 
It's up like thirty yeah. percent overall. It's up fifty percent in in women. Uh, what, what do you what do you think about that? What do you think the cause of that is? You know, I think TNT TNT built that brand with basketball, and they had that great studio studio crew there. And uh, I was excited when TNT was taking over hockey because you know they got the crew of Bizonet and Gretzky and Tockett and Anthony Carter, and I think they do a great job. Um, you know, they do a great job with the little pre games, but the in between periods is great. Um, and I think with ESPN, I mean, ESPN, more people just know what ESPN is. It's NBC the same with Sports. TNT. Because the yeah, NBC, NBC Sports Network is buried in like 400-something. You can't yeah, find and, I mean, like, and you get like six games a year on actual NBC. And then everything else is on NBC Sports. And I just don't think, I don't know, I just don't think they did a very good job marketing the game. I think ESPN does it. Every two commercials on ESPN is about hockey now. You know, TNT, you turn on the basketball games, and every other commercial has, you know, the upcoming hockey playoff commercial or, you know, a, a sound clip from that. You know, they, they cross-promote even in the studio with the guys there. So I just think from a, like a younger generation, like, they're doing a really good job on social media. They're, like, they're interacting with fans more. Like, NBC, like, I didn't mind the NBC coverage. I think, you know, they, most of the guys that were doing the games there are now doing the games on TNT anyway. Um, so like they didn't lose any talent there, but we well, yeah, um, had yeah, old check betting the horses half the time, you know. He's like, oh, no, no, yeah. I'm, I'm doing the game from the Derby today, you know. I'm <laughs> betting the sixth race, but um, yeah, yeah, I just think they do a good job connecting with the younger fans. Like, you know, they're on Instagram, they're on Twitter, like they're they're posting. Like, I got one of my tweets posted during one of the um, I saw that, games I saw that. Last, you know. That's pretty During cool. The Ranger games. Yeah, it was cool. So, like, it's cool they're interacting with fans. So, I, I think they're doing a better job with that. And, you know, I wish ESPN would stop messing around with the camera angles. Like, they Ugh, give you, like, no. a seizure. They give you, like, a seizure during the power play. Like, I don't know what they're doing with like, that. Didn't they, didn't they learn when they when Fox threw the blue Fox tracks around? That we don't want, <laughs> it's not hard to follow the puck. It's not yeah, hard. Yeah, you don't need a red light on the puck anymore. But like, you know, you know what? There's no need. They're gonna try the gimmicks because it's the last week. Uh, the rain. The, I think it was the Ranger game. Or the the sun. Yeah, the Ranger game in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. They lost to the USFL. Yeah, I know. Like, come on, come on, people out there, watch the hockey. It's there's nothing better. <laughs> there's nothing better than the last two minutes of, a, of an NHL playoff game in Football's a one goal game. King, though, right? Football is king. Football's Football king. is king. You're right. You're right. Crazy. Well, look at the draft last night. I'm sure that beat everything. I'm sure. Yeah, and it, I'm and sure, it's nothing. Right. It's boring. But um, I, yeah, it's. it's a, Okay, the guys standing on a desk, and I'm sure they did better than the NBA playoffs. Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. So, um, what? Did, where, last question: Where do you got? Uh, where, how far you got this team going? What's your prediction? Oh man, I beating Carolina. I or I, not? That's. I mean, that's the thing. I think you, if they play Pittsburgh, I think most Rangers fans want to play Pittsburgh just because of the way they dominate them this year. And uh, so, I mean, if they play Pittsburgh, which it looks like the Caps, I mean. Well, again, if the Caps have lost Ovechkin, you know, who knows how long he's going to be out for right, the last two right. games. They've, they've gotten spanked by the Islanders the last two games and just look lifeless. So, um, I mean, both these teams, and the Caps were red hot before that, though, when, before Ovi got hurt. So the Penguins are kind of limping into the playoffs. I think they'll win their first-round matchup, depending, you know, no matter either of those teams. I think they matched up with the Caps in February. They dominated them um, up and down the ice. I think it was actually one of the best Ranger games all season. Um so I think they in the first round. And Carolina, it goes seven games. Okay. I mean, I think it'll go seven games, and 
Uh, you want to see the Rangers? You want to, <laughs> you know, you want to see the Rangers are going to win, but you know, who knows? I, I honestly, I think this team reaches the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. I think. Hey, listen, I think that nobody's beaten. Uh, Colorado or Calgary, anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I said I love, nobody's winning and beating those two. They scored nine, ten goals a game. I know, and they, yeah, I know, uh, yeah. I mean, I think that uh, the the goal for the Ranger. I mean, that's goal. I think the goal is to reach the playoffs, which they did. But I think it'd be unbelievable for Ranger fans to kind of get a playoff run in this year, and, and for these players to get that experience. And if they get the Eastern Conference Finals, I mean, I'll be through the roof excited. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, yeah. Playoffs. Like you said, it's just another level too, where like, you don't sit. You know, you just like you're like on the edge of your, your seat. You're standing up the entire time. And, like, uh, it's sometimes it's the start. worst, though. Sometimes it's the worst. Oh no, yeah, it's like, terrible. Like, it's terrible. All the time you're like, oh, this is miserable. Like, please, <laughs> you know, you pull you know, your I, hair out. How, how many of those Ranger games? Lundqvist would win two to one or, or oh, three two, and they go to OT. Like. Well, the one they lost to the Devils, the one they lost to the Devils. I mean, the Cup Final. Michelle's, the cup final, only, I mean, Michelle's only an hour here, Kyle, all right? We're going to be <laughs> We start talking about the Ranger Cup Final going to OT and everything. Yeah, I mean, they wanted to it. really kill you. Forget it. But, I mean, that's, that's life of a Ranger fan, right? I mean, the uh, the odds of the starts at 6.30 pregame and uh, won't go away until an hour after the game. But, uh, you know, I... There's nothing like playoff hockey and uh, and to have it back in New York for the first time in five years. It's, the it's best. crazy to think that, but it's awesome. It's the best time of the year. Um, now, uh, go ahead, uh, plug yourself a little bit. Tell us about tell us about your uh, podcast and your uh, the Belly Up website. Yeah, so you can find me on BellyUpSports.com. Uh, I write about the Rangers on there, and we uh, and right now I host a podcast called the Broadway Hat Podcast. We have former Rangers coming on every week, uh, just talking about their careers and just uh, you know talking about hockey in general and. Uh, last week we had Chad Johnson who backed up Henrik Lundqvist for a couple of years with the Rangers. We've had you know guys like Cam uh, Cam Connor who played in the '80s with a Stanley Cup champion with Doug the Lister, uh, right? Doug Lister. We had Doug Lister, Nick Kiprios, uh, Theo Fleury, Ron du- uh, Duguay. We had, we've had a ton of guys on. Uh, next week actually we have Brandon Prost coming on, who's a big okay. Uh, you know, obviously Ranger fans still love him from his days with the Rangers, and yeah, yeah. he was kind of part of those teams that kickstarted that whole. Uh, Rangers run there in 2010, so uh, it was cool to talk to him about uh, those Ranger teams. And uh, yeah, we have some more exciting guys lined up coming up uh, for the playoff run, and uh, we should have a playoff preview coming out next week as well with uh, uh, whatever whatever team they do play. Hopefully, we'll be able to get a, a correspondent from the other side to uh, give us some uh, inside scoop. And you can find the show on anywhere you get your podcast: Spotify, Apple, uh, you know, anywhere we're on there. Just look up the Broadway app. And then uh, we have our, on all social media at the Broadway Hat Podcast on Twitter at Broadway Hat Pod, and uh, and yeah, you follow along, and it's awesome. It's great to sit down with players. Like they always thank me afterwards for you know kind of getting the story out there. But I wouldn't care if one person listened because I just love hearing hockey stories. And uh, no matter if a guy played in the American Hockey League or was a Hall of Famer, uh, everyone's got crazy stories, and uh, it's awesome to hear everyone's journey through sports. So uh, it's a, it's really rewarding to me, and I'm happy that. It's got a great response from Ranger and hockey fans. So That's it's, awesome. Uh, it's a thrill. That's awesome. Well, we'll throw the link up on our website for anybody that wants to get down there and check, check out his podcast. His name is Kyle Hall. It's Rangers Playoff Hockey. Thanks for coming, Kyle. Yeah, thanks so much. I'm pumped for next week. It's really the best time of the year. All right. Thank you. All right. So that was Kyle Hall. And how good was that? How good was that? You are all set now for the Rangers playoffs. Now let's get you caught up to date. 
Memphis has eliminated Minnesota in the NBA playoffs, the last first round to be finished. Um, on our Cone watch at 11.51, Cone has Jack Cone yet to be drafted. Jack Cone. He, Jack. Needs, he needs to be drafted before the 156 pick. That's where Mike Buck went. So it's to be starting. the greatest Sable quarterback of all time. So the, the, when did Jack Buck get picked? Uh, Mike Buck got picked six Mike rounds. Buck, Mike. Mike Buck. 156 pick. Yeah. So we'll, well see if he beats a good old Mike Buck six-year NFL career with the Saints and the Cardinals. Jack Cone got bucked He's, in this draft. He um. So anyway, so I mean, I listen. Well, not, it's not over yet. He still could be Tom Brady, but so far, not Tom Brady. I think Cohen could be a productive backup quarterback you think in the so? NFL. I, I do, I do. Just to nah, be honest, Cohen surprised me coming into the. You know, I'm I'm a bigger Notre Dame fan than so I am. Unbiased. Yeah, you hate Notre Dame, but and I'm he's a, a nice guy, right? So you're, gonna, you're not going to convince him. I'm a him bigger Notre either. Dame fan than I was a Jack Cohen, and I was nervous coming into this year, but I was pleasantly surprised. He had a good year. He had a good year. I I became a I became a Cohen fan. Let's put it that way. You became a Cohen fan. All right. So I mean, you know, I guess whatever. I, I'm just realistic about the situation. Do you want him on the Giants? I ask the same thing I asked Brett. Do you want him? I asked Brett if he wants on the Jets. Do you want Cohen on the Giants? Ugh, uh, I mean, <laughs> that's a no. That's a hard yeah, no, yeah. right there. Listen, a, do I want Danny Dimes throwing with for us still? I don't no, know he's about not going to be. They yeah. didn't pick up the. They yeah. didn't pick up they, the option. Well, they, well, he's still he's still on the team. This, this is year. a throwaway year. Yeah, we'll they're going to try and be bad. They're going to get one of the two quarterbacks who is who is projected to come out and go one and two next year. Yeah, you I don't mean, know anything. You don't. You said the Jets got the best wide receiver in the draft. You don't know that. Well, they got to know the top rated. The only thing worse than the mock drafts are the people giving the gray, like putting these guys with in gold jackets. Remember when? Remember a couple of years ago when they were putting Saquon Barkley in gold jackets? Yeah, well, how'd that work out? Yeah, didn't I well. said they shouldn't have picked him second. That's so, what happens when you pick a running back that so minutes get hurt. Yeah, yeah. Well, that second, yeah. I think you were. I think you were all for yeah. the pick. I think you were for the pick, if I remember correctly. It looked good for two years there. I mean, yeah. I mean, I thought twice about the second about the best man selection when you were saying that. I mean, <laughs> well, could so, I really have my best man picking a running back second in the draft? Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, um, Grizzlies win. Grizzlies in six advance. The NBA playoffs now moves on to the second round. And you know who does not move on to the second round is the New Jersey Nets. We're going to do a quick minute on them because that was disgusting. That was one of the, the Travis, the worst, worst disasters in New York sports history. They, I mean, they, Ben Simmons didn't even play. Well, he sat and watched, yeah. And I'll tell you what, Kyrie, I, if I was, if I was the owner of a team, Kyrie would not be playing for me. He'd be off the team. I don't care. Kyrie is poison to a team. He didn't play last year because of the social issues. He didn't play this year because of the vaccine. You know what? There's a lot of people there. And then did you see what he said about the racism and stuff this week? Uh, come on. I mean, I I just dislike the Nets. I'm, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a lifelong Knicks fan. I mean, you know, I stopped watching them after the you know the 30th game of the year each year because they're so frustrating to watch. Remember that opening but, night when they were smoking that yeah, Boston pack? Yeah, I remember. I remember. They they Susan Miro is outside the thing. Bing bong. Yeah, everybody's all pumped. <laughs> smoking that Boston where, pack. Yeah, where yeah. are they? they, they, they now Boston. Be... Now Boston sweeping the Nets. <laughs> sweeping the Nets. Sweeping yeah, the so Nets. You know so what? I never. Playoffs. I never really. I. I I don't like this Nets super team. You know, I, I hate every, I, I really dislike everything about it. The nerve and the nerve of Kyrie. And listen, I feel bad for Durant because I think Durant is, is, is good people and I think Durant is a great player. But the nerve of Kyrie to sit there after they get swept and to say, 
we're gonna be we're we're gonna manage this. We're gonna we're gonna manage this team. We're gonna. You gotta be kidding me! How can you let him do? How can you let him say that? With those names, I mean, you shouldn't be getting swept out of the first round. That's for sure. First of all, with those names. You shouldn't be. What were the, what, what seed were they? A seven seed? Yeah, yeah, but they never play together because Kyrie. The, the, I want. I don't want the vaccine. I can't play because of the Black Lives Matter. And then the year before, Durant, they paid sixty million for two years. He didn't. He didn't play a game. Right. I mean, and, and then then what do they do to make the team better? They trade. They trade uh, Dur- uh, Harden for. Basically, me or you played as much as Simmons. I mean, yeah, they, they, yeah. we know. literally did. They trade Harden for Curry. Yeah, no, not we, not Steph Curry. Seth, Seth Curry. Seth Curry. We but, literally did play as much so as Simmons. After, this so year. after all of that, after it, has, it was a disaster as it was, they decided we're going to fix it. We're going to fix it. We'll trade Harden for Seth Curry. I tell you this though, I am surprised that they got swept. Uh, they did. They did not look horrible in Game One. And after Game One, I was like, "All right, this oh. is going to be a series." You know, it was not a series. You, you in fact, every time the Nets were losing, I I dropped a couple of shekels on the Nets to uh, money line to win the game. And they they I lost four times in a row. So I sat here. Thanks I, a lot, Nets. I said it was going seven. I said it was going seven. And even at that, that first game made me be like, "Oh, it's definitely going seven. I thought for sure they'd come home. I mean, and they would. I mean, after they lost that game three, that game was over. They have no heart. The team has no heart. Once I found out what the over under is, I should have bet that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gus Johnson's still wondering, still wondering what it is. He's he's studying up on it. But um, so so we got that. So uh, recap. Uh, we got a couple minutes here left. We're almost we're almost out of here. You only got a couple minutes left with us. Then you got to wait a whole another week. Unless you want to listen to it like ten times, you're like you're you one of those people that listens to the show like 10, 15 times. Nah, no, no, yeah, no. I mean, you are know, you studying for school and stuff? Can you? I want you to recite the show like after like that's what, like I want rabid fans. To hey, I'm on the show this year, this week. Maybe I'll watch it another time. Hey, listen, Mets keep yeah, throwing no hitters. You can be on the show every week. <laughs> Brett's out of a job. Brett, we're gonna just we'll we'll throw him what we'll rent this thing out. This thing, this little uh, upstairs thing. We'll rent your the good studio. Good luck, charm. I was all ready to come on here and trash the Mets the night they throw a no hitter. Yeah, I know. So Believe great, me. so great. Um, Believe me. You know what though? I can't. I'm surprised. I'm not as excited about this no hitter as I feel I should be. I'm, I'm just not. Surprised. I'm just I mean, not. When you got five guys throwing a no hitter, it just doesn't feel the it same. It doesn't. It no. doesn't. And when you and when you when you got a team this good with with you know, we're, we're about championships on the on, in flushing. That's what we're about. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, over on Tom Seaver Way, no hitters don't cut it. When you say you're about a championships, you mean two championships? Yeah, like a, like NL East championship. Like, like we like to win series, is what I'm saying. The like, amount, the maximum amount of number of championships that you can have, would you still add an S to that? I understand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, here come here comes the 28. <laughs> here it comes. Well, last week, uh, the one thing that I wanted to mention about last week that I didn't bring up is you were talking about how Yankee fans panic, this and that. Yankee fans don't panic. No, you, but you panic. They were panicking this week. Don't, don't tell me they is, weren't panicking. The problem is, is we have our mutual friend. We all know who our mutual friend is, uh, our, our friend Ryan, who, who does. We'll he, call him James. We'll Let's call, call him James. We'll call him James. He does panic. He, but, but you're talking about a kid that panics in December. So. You don't think the Yankee fans are panicking? You, no. you were yourself were saying that, that he did nothing, Cashman did nothing. And you're gonna fire Cashman this year if they don't if they don't make it to the the champion the ALCS. That's a big that's a big stretch to panicking in April. Nobody we, Yankee fans aren't gonna panic in April. We stink every year in April. When we come back, by the time May's over, we'll be we'll have a better record than the Mets, and we'll see. Although maybe not this year. Well, there you go, uh, there you go. That's to, what I'm used to. to. Be, uh, you know, uh, obviously we're joking around, but uh, the Mets do look good this year. But all right. 
Yeah, they look good. I, I look, and you know, Yankees might win. Yankees might win the World Series, and Jack Cohen might be Tom Brady. But you never know, you know. Yep. I just wanted to thank you guys for uh, having me on today. Did I did I get drafted tonight? I I'm, I was in. I declared the other day. Yeah, Bob the kicker. Uh, place kicker. You think it's funny? You think it's all funny? I think it's funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd be. I'd, I'd instantly be the oldest man in the If NFL. you want to be a kicker on the Giants, you've got to uh, get a domestic violence. Uh, Lawrence Times be kicking the Giants in the Super Bowl every week on this show, baby. Yeah. Okay. Um. So we got um. Right Mets. Mets. What? Mets. No hitter. I almost said Mets World Series. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till they win the World Series and we got a show. And you're coming on that you show. You and baby. Brad's when you got to bring Ryan on, not me. I don't yeah. want to be. Uh, oh, okay, no. Okay. After right. 20 years of hearing him. But. Yeah, listen, all of you. You 